0: On episode forty-one of Devil Times Five, shit gets real. As for one month only, we transform into a true crime podcast. Hi, I'm Cliff, and this is yet another true crime podcast sponsored by a mattress. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you fucking
2: hate mattresses. Mattresses and shaving.
1: Oh <laughs> man. Pants, what was it? It's pants as well, isn't it? Like a is certain there pants? type of comf- yeah, comfy pants. Yeah, there
3: is. Yeah.
2: It's always two hipster brothers who decided to just leave the city and uh, just make razors, because that's a real (laughs) thing to do. We moved to a farm to make razors. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, this is
0: the Double Times Five Horror Podcast, and this month it's all about people who keep themselves to themselves, never cause any trouble, and you wouldn't suspect them of being absolute monsters. Briony, Luke, Emily, and Phil. Hello. <laughs> hey. Good. Hey. 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 Very good. Um, before we get on to our true and trueish crime section of the show, how's the world of fictitious horror been treating you this month? What are your highs and lows, Bryony? I don't have a high. I have
4: a. a I don't even have a low, really. I have a very annoying, disappointing medium, mm. um, and I'm I'm worried about bringing this up because I feel like you guys might have loved it, but um, I went in watched the trailer of uh, extraordinary um, yeah. Irish ghost comedy paranormal film and I might as well have just watched the trailer because that's all the good bits. Uh, yeah. the film was very disappointing oh. the characters were very flat the plot was very predictable it just was really disappointing and some bits rubbed me the wrong way and it was just like this could have been really good. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'm not Irish. Well, no, I know I'm not Irish. <laughs> I'm fairly aware of that. But maybe it's like, maybe it's an Irish. And it's like, oh, no, like, no. I was very, very disappointed with it. And it was one of those things, you know, when you, you watch a film with a mate or your partner and you're like, oh, this this has like, got really good reviews. This looks amazing. This looks like right up our street. And then it ends. And then you sort of sit there and go, hi, oh, I enjoyed that. In a sort of vague <laughs> attempt to not feel like you've wasted the evening. But yeah, it was just a bit a bit lame um it just didn't hit the mark for me and i i love um what we do in the shadows shawn the dead they're two of my favorite ever films so i was uh, very disappointed
0: well it the... was phil's high a couple of months ago i loved I was it yeah yeah i
2: know i s i was gonna say yeah, um, a friend of mine did exact exact same thing with irreversible like he was <laughs> like with a load of mates and he's like oh this has got really great reviews i think it was like a first week of university or something like that He's going, oh, I don't really remember this bit, I've got to be honest. <laughs> um yeah, I loved it. I laughed all the way through that film. I thought really? it was so funny. Yeah. yeah. I it didn't, it
4: yeah. didn't do it for me. It really didn't. Even like the the baddie, that should have been such a good character. And it was just so like bland. Everything just I felt really her. bland.
0: Was it Maeve Higgins stars?
4: No, yeah, she was very charming and charming and warm, but then it was kind of just overdone. It was like there was nothing really else to it. And then you know, the, the twist happens and it's like, yeah, I kind of showered. Do you know what? The other night I watched Kindergarten Cop oh. and I was a bit pissed and I was like, did I write this film? Because I've just <laughs> predicted everything because I'd never seen it before. And I was like, I'm really good at writing films because I've just written a cracker in Kindergarten <laughs> Cop here because I knew that was going to be the kid. Um, and the same sort of thing happened with uh, with Extraordinary, but I didn't feel as uh, as accomplished as I did when I wrote Kindergarten Cop.
0: Do um, you like Father Ted? Because I found the humour very Father Ted.
4: I love Father Ted. I did not oh. find it Father Ted. I found it quite uh, Mrs. Brown's voice. Really? Oh. Yeah. Uh, so also Ooh.
3: awesome.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the one bit I did cackle at was the very, very last line. That made me chuckle lots.
2: Um, did you not laugh about the, the virgin, she's not a virgin, they did it up the bum bit? <laughs> I mean, I laughed uh, for days at that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just
0: dead inside. Um, so what was that? Your lowest extraordinary, your highest kindergarten cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Fucking to enough, be fair, kindergarten cop. I don't remember there being a twist in kindergarten cop.
4: <laughs> well, not really. It's just like, oh, who's the kid? It's that one. That's the kid.
2: And, uh, there's a kid all the way be... through Kindergarten Cop. It's there's literally many in
4: the kids. name. Yeah, they're <laughs> looking for a specific kid, and it's like, that's the kid. The kid with loads of lines and who's very mature for a five year old. That's the fucking kid.
2: Oh, I don't remember Kid in our garden Cop enough. I think that's my problem. Is a kid undercover? No, no. um Arnold Schwarzenegger is undercover. Because then they really should have called it Undercover Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> <laughs>
5: No, the the cop is undercover in the kindergarten. That's a, oh, he's
0: undercover. A, yeah. Sorry, it's Arnold yeah. that's yeah. undercover. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Presumably as a teacher, not as a ch- as a
4: child. As a ch- no, he's not a not a child. I'd watch the shit out of Arnold Schwarzenegger being an undercover child in the kindergarten, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I'd watch right. that. Yeah.
2: They are my stickle bricks.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: it I is not like, that it,
5: time kindergarten cop where um he's, he just says to someone i'm so sick of reading books about beers that go shopping <laughs> and he means bears but it sounds like beers right. and that was really yeah, funny yeah. when i was 12
2: anyway <laughs> <laughs> anyway phil let's move on to you As, again actually i've got sort of two mediums i was looking for a low but actually i quite enjoyed both of them but i'll say my high is hell house llc oh yeah I was expecting that to be absolute dog shit. Yeah. Like, I was like, well, put this on. It'll be a really good low for, for doing this podcast. And I fucking loved it. I thought it was awesome. Like, it's a really, really nice, simple premise, which I don't believe anybody's... Like, it's amazing nobody's done that before. Like, it's a it's a Halloween haunted house, except it actually is haunted. Loads
1: um, of films have done that.
2: Yes, but I mean, like, a um, found footage of, uh, right, sure. of a of a, of there was, a there's, two, house. there's the
1: houses that October built. Ooh, yeah. what's
2: that is that is that better because i will definitely no, watch they're, it
1: they're both films are terrible but
2: that's... Ah! <laughs> but i really really like it i'm a proper proper sucker for um uh, for found footage and i will yeah, that's the problem. Footage. i've decided i hate all found footage if oh, it's really? not
0: cloverfield i mean you can go back and listen to the uh found footage episode we did and i'm sure i didn't say that at the time <laughs> but i think since then i've decided
2: cloverfield <laughs> is the
0: only found footage film i like
2: Oh no. um what's your low i haven't got a low because i also liked it but i watched wishmaster um which is a film from the 90s yeah Uh, i haven't seen it since the 90s i
3: haven't seen it since
0: it came out but i liked it at the time that's
2: a lot of fun that it's more cameos than later seasons of the simpsons um but it's it's nice it's like a you know basically it just felt like sort of pointing out Oh, that's the thing from the exorcist that's the thing from that that's the thing from that that's Candyman. so that was quite cool um also i quite like the uh the main wish master accent which it reminds me a little bit of the um of the policeman from lower low. it's <laughs> oh, that's the cram tree. would you like a wish <laughs> <laughs> you must say it say it to me
5: <laughs> anyway there you go yeah uh, Emily? Um, I've been quite crap at watching films that aren't the serial killer ones that we've got on the, the watch list but I do have one film which is a high and it's also an Irish film but not exactly a comedy well in fact not a comedy at all Um, it's a dark song which has got oh, um, yeah. Steve Oram Steve Oram's in it yeah and he's got a couple of lines that are sort of darkly twisted and funny but other than that it's a very kind of like serious uh, Two hander involving weird, spooky rituals and um, trying to make contact with angels and dead children and yeah, I mean it's it's more about atmosphere than than plot. But it's it's one of those films that if you if you get on board with the kind of the vibe and the atmosphere of it, it's very very involving and um, gets a bit silly towards the end. But um, definitely enjoyed it.
2: I loved that. I thought that was brilliant that film. Um, and yeah, I do think this is a good. spoiler, but the big. Sk- the big scary angel is proper properly terrified me um and no, it's not actually supposed to yeah
5: they've they've done the, done all their research in terms of like the the whole idea of angels being terrifying beings and the fact that it when it speaks you you can't hear it and it's yeah it's it's really cool really enjoyed it also steve Orham's great and he should mm-hmm. be in more stuff
1: yeah definitely um luke um my high is the film 13 sins uh, oh Okay. Didn't didn't love it, but it's just it was a bit. Of, I, know, I know it's a remake of the th- yeah. Thai film Thirteen Beloved, but it was just it's just a really silly film of a guy just having to do challenges that he gets from his phone, going from eating a fly to chopping off people's heads. So
0: have you seen the original?
1: No, I seen, That's the thing. I haven't seen the original, so I want to go back and watch the original. But I've seen people say that this is somehow a lot more fast paced and better than the original.
0: Yeah, I've been putting off watching things since until I've seen the original because so so i can be more opinionated basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you can say uh have you seen the original because
2: <laughs>
1: so much better and your low now my low is a film called murder death korea town um, <laughs> okay. it's cool. a found it's a found footage film about a murder that happens near a man's house but it happens quite far away from him, and then blood is in the alleyway behind his house, and he's going to investigate it. But
0: blood is in the alleyway.
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> in. Uh, I mean, that sounds awesome. It's it's absolutely terrible. I, I'm really annoyed. I paid two pound forty two on Vimeo on demand, and I want uh, that money back now. Cause... Very specific uh. amount. The reason I watched it is because um, there was a few websites online recommending it and found which films to watch, and even writing in the articles. This film seems so real. And then you watch about five minutes in and you're thinking, have these people ever actually had an interaction with real people? Because no one talks naturally. <laughs> so you're in a found footage film. How do you not know at this point to just talk like a normal human being? You're not actually going to be acting <laughs> properly. And yeah, it's one, it's one of the worst found footage I've seen. Well, it came out this year and it's, yeah, it's really horrendous.
0: I, I've, I've not had much luck with horror this month, actually. I've, I've, I mean, I've seen a lot of bad stuff, but not worth going on about expending any energy talking about because it's not stuff that people are likely to come across anyway just load of shit obscure stuff Uh, so instead all I've got really I've got two highs which are neither of them are strictly horror but they're both very violent gory British thrillers um, very low budget as well one is uh, Dominic Brunt's Bait from 2015 which is uh, a revenge it's basically rape revenge about two women uh, who get tricked by a con man who wants them to pay back with their bodies and they fucking end up beating the shit out of him but it's Dominic Brunt is an Emmerdale actor turned horror filmmaker and is like Emmerdale but
2: a really violent fucking late night one <laughs> <laughs> Who was he in Emmerdale? He is, I think he's Paddy Are you kidding me? Paddy with the bald head? The vet?
0: I don't know, I've never watched Emmerdale but he's <laughs> yes he is Paddy then, he's, he's a big
2: round bald man that's awesome and also entirely weird are you sure (laughs) because he's still in emmerdale i'm pretty sure
0: that's that's awesome
2: he's made three films
0: um before dawn which is a kitchen sink zombie movie yeah didn't like that one bait is brilliant and attack of the adult babies is incredible (laughs) (laughs) um and along similar lines i watched a film (laughs) right i'll save the title for a bit um, do you remember Matt Fraser, the short armed guy who used to do yeah. a load of disability programmes on Channel Four? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was on American Horror Story for a bit as well. Oh, okay. So he stars in a uh low budget British thriller about he plays a, a husband whose daughter is uh, kidnapped his wife is badly uh, beaten and he sets about taking revenge on the gangsters the that, that did this um at one point he manages to catch up with one of them and cuts their <laughs> cuts their cock and balls off <laughs> which makes them want to take vengeance off against him hmm. um Faitoza plays the gangster's wife Faye from Steps oh. Yeah. Oh wow!
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. well done, Faye.
0: It's incredibly violent, incredibly gory, incredibly stupid. Uh, at one point, Faye <laughs> says <laughs> that the gangster should kill Matt Fraser because he gave your son a cunt. <laughs> and... <laughs> Six, seven, eight. My boots. So <laughs> I
2: think, are you not making all this up? Have you been? Have you been drinking Benadine? Wait, I, I,
0: wait till you hear the title. The title is Kung Fu Flid. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: and obviously, it's terrible, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, right, from that, let's move on to this month's theme, which is all about some of the worst people who've ever lived and their despicable crimes. And I'm sure we'll be covering the subject matter with our usual gravitas and decorum. First up, based on the cases of Henry Lee Lucas and Otis Toole, it's John McNaughton's 1986 shocker, Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer.
1: Did you really kill your mama? What?
3: Did
1: you really kill your mama?
3: I guess I did.
2: She must have treated you real bad.
3: She was a whore. You're telling me you never killed anybody before? I ain't saying that.
5: Open your eyes, Otis. Look at the world. It's either you or them.
3: You know what I mean. Don't do that, Otis. She's your sister. What are you doing?
1: I oh, I'll see it again.
0: In Chicago, a relentless serial killer introduces his dopey friend from prison to his homicidal hobby. Um, Well, I fucking love this film. Uh, All-time top ten stuff for me. Uh, The title music, just at the very start, this is enough to send shivers down Mm -hmm. me. And where does everyone else stand on it? On Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer.
2: Uh, Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Mm. Extremely good.
5: I've not seen this before. I think... Mm -hmm. I have a bit of an issue with sort of true crime-related stuff, as in I, I'll watch zombies eating people's knees all fucking day, but when it's anything that's kind of based on real-life stuff, I was kind of dreading this month, so I was just like, oh, God, I'm just going to be really, really freaked out. But, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed Henry. I thought it was very, very involving, sort of darkly funny in places. And It is funny, I remember,
3: isn't
5: it? Yeah, I remember there being such a massive hoo-ha about it in sort of like late 80s, early 90s, it all very much like, oh, my God, this film's disgusting. But actually, no, I mean, anyone who... Was expecting kind of blood and guts, etc. I mean, which there is a bit of, but it's it's a character piece, really. It's mm. about fucked up people, and yeah. Uh, yeah, really liked it. Pleasantly
4: surprised. Yeah, it's it's um I've never seen it before, and it's it's quite weird and dreamlike, and that stuff just kind of occurs. I mean, Henry is kind of planning it and stuff, but uh, and Michael Rooker is a beautiful man, um <laughs> so that was done yeah i just it was really strange it was such a strange experience because um i i find true crime fucking boring um to put it mildly i just i find it so tedious and i find Wikipediaing what happened irl afterwards
2: far more entertaining right um i, I mean I just... yeah like i did that for every single film you get yeah. halfway yeah, yeah, through and you go yeah, yeah. so what did this guy actually do yeah, yeah. Because I've,
4: I've got no interest in, in serial killers. Like, I read Mindhunter purely because the Netflix show of Mindhunter was really good. Um, but then a lot of these films, I was like, I could just be watching you know Science of the Lambs, which is far superior. Because um, I just find the, the drier they are, the less interesting I find them. And I don't know what that is. Um, but I did enjoy uh, Henry because... Like Emily was saying, is it's more of a character piece. It's not driven around. Here are the crimes. Here's what happened. Mm. Oh no, isn't that? Great? Oh, oh, fact is stranger than fiction.
0: Um, well, that's the problem I have <laughs> with a lot of the true crime films that try to be historically accurate because mm. a lot of time fact isn't stranger than fiction. Or, or it, sometimes it's too strange that it doesn't make any dramatic logical sense. Yeah, mm. and sometimes it's just things don't happen in a dramatically satisfying yeah. way
4: I think um, the reason why I enjoyed Henry more so than the others is because Henry and I don't know if this happened in real life but because he was so knowledgeable on on killing and how to get away with it like when he's like he used different mm. methods, you use different things, he don't stay in a town he mm. was kind of uh, providing his own dramatic oh I sound so clever he was providing <laughs> his own dramatic narrative to his murdering um, even with like misses at the End um i love that line where he's i suppose i love you too
2: <laughs> you want to listen to the radio <laughs> so is it close to his life then is it like realistic well the thing is
0: ish there's the a general consensus seems to be that henry lee lucas
2: lied and made um, it all up they, that's the thing a lot of them lie they all do because they get mm. off on it so much they just make shit up
5: he was one of the ones who was very much like i've killed four million yeah. people all right for three <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but th- th- that is a feature of the wikipedia they were like number of number of killings rumored 52 proven four yeah.
0: i mean four's still quite a lot
2: hey look yeah. <laughs> four more than no, i don't done. get me wrong it's still unacceptable
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's still disgusting even in these yeah.
2: strange times i'd say four is too many <laughs>
5: Why not just stress up to four rather than going? Yeah, I killed all those people, but then I suppose a lot
4: of yeah. the time, like, cause uh, yeah, I've read Mind Hunter. I don't know if I mentioned that already. I read books, what <laughs> of it? But yeah, a lot of times, like in Mind Hunter, they the the John what's his face. I clearly absorbed a lot from the book. Um, would go into prisons <laughs> to speak to serial killers to build up the profiling, uh, to then go on to Star in Silence of the Lambs. Um, it's really interesting because he's like a lot of people. They will some of them will talk to you but a lot of them just won't because they're fucking sadists. So why would they... Con- like, here's a load of killings, you could resolve all this. Why would they confess? They're they're mm. bastards. Of all the bastards, serial killers are probably the most
2: bastardy. <laughs> yeah. They're just not on. I'd say top five bastards.
4: <laughs> yeah. It goes, Dominic <laughs> Cummings, serial killers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
1: then where does it go?
3: Others. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like. Uh, Not saying you're number three. It's quite a horrible, like grimy film. Not Ooh. from the gory parts. It's just the places they live in, the food they're eating. It reminded me a lot of um, Maniac, the, Well, the original Maniac. It's just got that sort of grimy feel to it that Maniac had. Yeah. Um, and I just, I think my favourite scene is the television scene. Yeah, yeah which that's... is the the,
0: mm. co- the comedy highlight
1: they put the tv on his head they've already smashed his whole head and they're like yeah should we turn should we turn it on
0: yes. <laughs> i suppose i uh, could be reminded of maniac definitely texas chainsaw massacre the way that you've got these horrible shitty yeah. radios playing the whole time mm. in the background yeah. that's very texas chainsaw i think
2: i think the texas chainsaw massacre it casts a long shadow over all of these films there's loads that have got like, like serial mm-hmm. killers houses that like they're, they're all mm. from the texas chainsaw massacre aren't they and all that sort of in
0: and the the opening where like he's just driving along, and then you see someone who's see a, one of his victims' corpses just yeah. over and over again, and you feel like is this going to be the whole film? So just is it just all him stalking women and occasionally men and then killing them? And that's, so that's really like the toolbox murders because that's how that starts. But then yeah, as soon as Otis appears, I think it becomes really funny. Yeah. Um, Tom Tolls, who plays Otis, is every single thing he says and does in the whole film, is hilarious. Um, and it's like an odd couple comedy, isn't it? Yeah. For most of it. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: right. And uh, coupled with a bit of awkward rom-com.
3: <laughs> really Very all, yeah. awkward
0: rom-com. <laughs> I mean, that, that conversation they have while playing cards. I love the way she says, you're not mental <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis <laughs> on the mental. And and know when he's telling the story about um, how his mum used to abuse him you know, making watch her shaggle all these blokes that she had round while making him wear a dress, and how he killed her with—is it a baseball bat or a? Did he shoot her or did he stab her? And then her one reaction to that is, she made you wear a dress. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's funny, but it's creepy. <laughs> Otis's glittery shirt that he puts on to go out. <laughs> it's, it's <a> <laughs> the dialogue does confirm my belief that all that American friends ever say to each other is do you want a beer? Do you want a beer? Do you want a beer? Want a beer? want a beer?
2: Beer. Do you want a beer?
4: I like the um, the casual eating of fries after a, a few. Of oh that letters. bit's awesome. <laughs> I love that bit. <laughs> <laughs> just shoveling them in just so like, you yep. <laughs> Hungry
2: business. <laughs> I don't know if you felt this, but it's not a massively judgmental film for a film about a serial killer, is it? Like that, that like he gets away with it at the end pretty much. Mm -hmm. he just sort of carries on killing and he sort Mm -hmm. of gets rid of the people who've been killing with him who are just really bad at killing so it's like yay the people who are crap at killing have gone i've just got off and carry on killing it doesn't feel like
0: well it's kind of circular isn't it because like it starts with him arriving having just been on a clean spree somewhere else the like isn't that that chilling that he picks up that, that hitchhiker with the guitar and you don't see what happens to her. Oh, but the yeah. next time you see Henry, is carrying her guitar. Yeah,
2: it's a pro- I think that's a really good word for it. It's proper chilling, and I think one of the reasons it's so it is chilling is because it doesn't, is because it doesn't really cast a, an opinion about what he's doing. He just shows you what he's doing, um, and like the verisimilitude of it is like Exorcist levels. It's like it really feels like it's mm. you're sort of watching it proper happen. If you see what I mean, um, so I think that's why it sort of uh, it seems to like be raised up among above other sort of serial killer films because it's just like makes you feel a bit dirty after you've watched it, like you've been involved in it in some way. Mm. At least it did me because I've murdered many, many people.
4: <laughs> <laughs> at some points, you find yourself like rooting for Henry, not in the that's killing the thing, sense, yeah. the like mm. yeah. But also, you're like, why have you brought on someone so fucking stupid to be your apprentice? Because he's clearly not getting it. Yeah. Um, he's, but, so you know, he he's so funny. He's so funny, but he's so well. stupid. Yeah, he just really doesn't get
2: it. Um, there's part of you, like, you know, in Taxi Driver, when they go for the really horrific date, there's like, mm-hmm. there's parts of you when you watch Taxi Driver going, oh, dog, mate, don't take her to the porn film. Do not take it to the porn <laughs> film. And he takes it every single time you watch it. Right, and it's... So, Travis, yeah, what Travis, are you Travis, like? Just fucking yeah. dial it back, man. She's interested. <laughs> just don't be fucking weird. And that's all right because Travis hasn't done anything, but you sort of feel a bit like it in this as well, going, oh, maybe they could make it work. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I
3: love you too. Yeah. I wonder if
0: um, part of the reason you root for him is because there's no police involvement. No. Apart from, apart from, from Otis's parole officer. Parole officer. Yeah. No one's ever looking for
2: Henry. No.
5: In a in a weird way, it's kind of a bit like a western in that he's the sort of like the man with no name yeah. who drifts into town, yeah. fucked up stuff happens, and then he goes off somewhere else.
2: Yeah.
5: So it's like these are places that are kind of like, yeah, the the laws there, but it's very very uh, peripheral mm. to the, the world that they live in.
0: Um. Okay. So should we wind back to like the, the earliest serial killer film, uh, 1931's M from Germany?
2: Um, it's like not really horror, is it but it's sort of pretty nasty for the time for the time yeah, it's very very nasty for the yeah. time
5: but it it's still got a real um real
2: creepy atmosphere to it
5: how is it a pg i don't know i think there was a certain era where they were just
2: like oh this is old let's give it a pg rating well they only really care about swearing do they? swearing and sex and there's none of that
5: yeah. what's quite interesting is i because i think i when did I, watch? I think i watched a version on um, amazon prime so i could watch it on the telly i mm. many 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 years ago did gcse german um they subtitle some bits with swear words but they're not actually swearing in german so it's, it's quite weird
0: oh uh, really I saw the swear words on the screen but yeah, I didn't I don't know the German so What was the German?
5: I can't remember what it was. They keep saying
0: things like oh this is bullshit or what bastard and things like yeah. that really. Yeah. I mean
5: there's there's sort of like idiomatic things in German or sort of like particular kind of slangy dialect words and maybe it's those but I don't think it is because the reason being that normally if I, w- if I try to watch a film that's in German, I'd be like, oh, I, d- I studied German 20 odd years ago, I'll be able to follow this. And inevitably I have to look at the subtitles because people speak really quickly. In M, they don't, partly because there's not an awful lot of dialogue in it. And partly, I think, I don't know if it's because what they're saying is fairly kind of simplified or sort of like whatever the equivalent of BBC English is, but German in the 1930s. I don't think I don't think they're swearing yeah, weird. or maybe they're they're using words that are so disgusting that I don't
2: that that they that are untranslatable
5: <laughs> incidentally my nan who was German told me there were no swear words in German uh, which is not friend. true <laughs> I know people say
2: that about Japanese don't know they? they say there's no swear word really? yeah but I just well it depends doesn't it a swear word is just a word you're not allowed to say so if you're mm-hmm. allowed to say all words there's no there's no swearing is it so I don't know
1: on
3: no, um, any thoughts on M?
1: I, I, just, I think it's a good film it's it's creepy with the whole Mickey Mouse, whatever balloons they're meant to be as well mm. throughout the film. Mm. Um, the man's just very strange at the whole else of it when she's calling her for ages and the camera just keeps going around the building. I think that's just yeah. a brilliant opening. And when they finally take him into the room to do sort of a court picking at him, yeah, I think that's yeah. great. But they, they I'm surprised they filmed this film in German and English. They oh, filmed it they? twice and I've I, I haven't really seen the English the version.
3: That.
1: Yeah, they filmed it filmed it yeah, twice.
3: Hmm. maybe
1: in the english, english version they
5: say things like shut up you motherfucker and it comes yeah. up you silly fool <laughs>
3: in <general>. "shut up." <laughs> maybe the english version's
0: lost um why when he realizes he's got the m chalked on his coat so that he can spot it in a crowd why doesn't he
2: ditch the coat or try and wash it off or whatever or yeah you think just, just hold like, it under yeah, his just arm get rid of that. Yeah. yeah take your coat off or like an old like, like when you're at school just turn it into a bee <laughs> <laughs> Just draw a cock on it and make it look like some yeah, sort cock right. and balls. Someone's called. Someone's drawn a cock on my back again. <laughs> I've definitely not killed a kid. <laughs> Probably a kid that did it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, kill, oh, I'll kill, kill that that kid off, kill him.
2: Somebody else hasn't already done
3: it'd it. It'd be great if
5: somebody remade M and it was exactly the same, other than the fact they were like, you'll be able to know the killer because he's got a cock drawn on him. <laughs> and instead of being called M, it would be like when Prince is, Prince changed his name to a symbol, it would just be a drawing of cock and balls.
0: <laughs> feiny cock and balls. <laughs> Two tickets to Veiny Cock and Balls, please. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Rated PG though. Of course. <laughs> yeah, because it's uh, sex education, so it's yeah, all right for yeah, shouting yeah. schools. Veiny Cock and yeah. Balls.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? When, when I had sex education at school, one word that was never used was Veiny. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't know cocks were Veiny till I saw one. Um, <laughs> yes, no, oh, I've heard this from other women. Yeah, just. We assumed they were like walls, sausages out of the front. Yeah, pretty
4: much, yeah, which is like <laughs> some dangly meat at the end of it. Well, yeah. well, where's the end and where's the start? It depends
5: um, on where you start it from. from. It's yeah,
2: where, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it depends where you're standing. Yeah. <laughs> from my point of view, I'm definitely the start. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not walking around going, well, I'm just dangling <laughs> off a of cock and balls. You can't you can't tell me nothing because they're in that's charge I'm just dangling off the point, end though,
5: because you'd be like are you dangling off it or is it dangling off you, <laughs> off you
0: yeah oh can we can we this podcast as a philosophical <laughs> philosophical <laughs> I
2: think the bit that can walk is in charge that's that's
3: okay.
5: <laughs> <laughs> what have you got really yeah, big goals. you ever tried to walk on your penis um i was gonna say surely that's. sometimes
2: it's inevitable
5: <laughs> surely that's a category on pornhub
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah oh
4: god they must be
0: so fun
2: to like own what, what penises <laughs> yeah
0: like i've uh, just got It's
2: tits. quite a lot of fun
0: they get in the way so do
4: tits but you yeah. know anyway yeah.
0: Oh, Films. Films. Figure out a way of getting cocks and tits to just work together.
5: <laughs> well, it just happens. Yeah, I've invented the tit cock. Um... <laughs> That's just a tit wank, isn't it? Oh.
4: Tit wank is, is <laughs> it's a beautiful example of the two genders working together of a,
3: in
0: unity. A, a cock with a tit on the end. I was just just you think well, a cock with a tit. Anyway. On the anyway. <laughs> I wonder if Norman Bates had such a thing in his taxidermy collection. <laughs>
3: Segway! <laughs>
0: psycho. Psycho, 2016. Everyone knows Psycho.
4: I didn't till today. Vainy Psycho. Psycho yeah. I, feel, I feel like I did. Um, uh, and I watched, I think, I watched some of it, maybe half of it in like a film studies class in sixth form um and then i was today years old when i realized that the opening music from reanimator is just a complete oh, ripoff yeah. of the opening oh, music oh, from it's ripped off so Psycho.
3: yeah it's yeah. great
4: but um yeah I, I had a lot of fun surprises i was like oh that's the day of my birthday i'll screenshot that and save that on friday the 11th of december 2020 if yeah. we're still alive um and yeah obviously i knew the uh the monologue at the end i don't know how Mm. It must have
3: been done in The I Simpsons or very, something. F- very well, famous, I don't know yeah. how
0: many times I've seen this film. I don't think it's that many. And yeah, and I don't think I've seen it for many, many years either. Yet it just feels like one of those films that's just in your blood. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish I, ugh, I... I know wish... it from beginning to end, whether you like it or not.
2: He sort of invented it all, didn't he, I suppose. That's mm. why. It's like everything. He invented everything. A bit like Citizen Kane, if you invent the tropes, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. then you just see
2: it again and again and again and other people doing it. So when you see it, it's like, oh, right, it's that and that and that and that and that's yeah. already sort of so famous. It's, I mean, it's got to be, what? I can't think of many films more famous than Psycho. It's got to yeah. be, it's gotta be one master. of the most famous. Pump, Puppet <laughs> Master. Puppet Master,
5: Paul <laughs> Violent Chip Three. And
2: for, uh, the, the first five are Police academies though, aren't they? It's police oh, yeah, Academy, yeah. Police Academy Two, <laughs> Police Academy Three,
4: Psycho, Police Academy Four. <laughs> and then... I, um, I I wish I'd seen. I wish I'd seen this um, when I was much much younger. Before it was so ingrained in in popular culture because um, um, yeah, i have
3: to
2: have seen it in like 1971 or but something no even
4: as like, like a 15 year old or something like you know in the early noughties i think i would have um because i really loved it but i already knew um what's the face was going to die partly because of uh my film studies teacher banging on about how revolutionary it was and i'm yeah. sat there 17 like mate have you seen scream drew bangles
2: it's in alien <laughs> resurrection doesn't it <laughs> yeah. so like oh yeah i've seen this an alien Resurrection <laughs> all right. So, something no one ever
0: talks about is um, it becomes a, le- a much less fun and interesting film once she is killed, yeah. So I quite
4: do you know, I quite yeah. enjoyed it because it was just like, oh, poor poor Norman, like he was just getting on doing his killing, having Amnesty's yeah. mum hang around, and then this silly Bint turns up with 40 grand, and he's like, oh, for fuck's sake, well, I've got to kill her, oh, I've got to kill them, and it's just sort of it's um, she's the first person. He kills, though,
2: isn't she? I always thought that. Is
4: that. I reckon
2: I reckon he killed loads.
3: Oh, you think? Um,
4: but oh, he was I just quite happy. No, because he killed his mum and his, uh, his mum's lover. He's a stone-cold killer.
2: I've gone right off him. <laughs> <laughs> and he um, seems
4: like
5: such
0: a nice boy.
2: Have you seen the trailer, the Hitchcock trailer? The one um, where he says, um, I
0: will not let anybody into the cinema after we <laughs> just started. That one. <laughs> Is <laughs> one that
5: the where one where he keeps pointing out the toilet? Yeah, he wanders yes. around the house <laughs> and goes,
2: in here there was, no, we, we won't talk about that. And over here was lots of, no, best left unsaid. <laughs> it's
0: yes. really good. It's
2: really good. It good. Yeah.
0: Um, you know that bit where Marion, she can hear Norman have that conversation with with his mother mm. when he's up at the house and she's down at the motel. Mm. Has yeah. he set up a massive fucking sound system?
3: It's it's, it's miles away. (laughs) I
4: tell you what reminds me of it. Reminds me of when my my mate was my neighbour growing up, and her house was nicer than my house. But we used to like take turns to go around each other's houses because it's always Mm -hmm. way more fun than your own house. And it was my turn to have her around my house, so I sort of went in the alleyway and went, "Mum, can so and so come round to play?" "Oh, okay, sorry, no," she said. "No, we have to go in your house and play with your toys." Like, it was oh.
3: just,
4: I would play oh. both parts. And it's like, I knew this kid knew. This kid was like seven and she knew. So how did Marion not know? Because, like, yeah, quite a few people heard conversations. I think those bits
5: where you have the conversation where you hear mother's voice and it's very definitely an old lady actress or an actress doing an old lady voice. Is it? I don't think that's what, I don't think that's what Marion hears. I think that that's what Norman hears. So that's, oh. he hears it like it is a proper. Yeah. So she probably just heard him talking to himself. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know. Well she'd already made some probably less than clever decisions and, and she was scared, so she must have just thought, Well, I'll, I'll stay. Or maybe she maybe he he does do the convincing old lady voice and I've got that wrong, but I'm sure that it it sounds so kind of unreal. Well, he does the convincing old
4: lady drag. I mean that's that's phenomenal. Oh well, so. yeah, you know. He yeah. could go, go down the go down the bingo every night of the week in that. Yeah, see him down the bulldog. <laughs>
0: um, how much do you think he'd have to pay for the licence plate? Anal seven oh nine. Thank you for writing that down because <laughs> I chuckled and
4: I thought Cliff will say
3: something about
0: that. <coughs> <coughs> I, I mean, the first time I watched it, the reveal of uh, Mother did um, really shit me up.
3: That that
0: is a good a good scare. Yeah, oh. no, that's, yeah very, that's very very
5: nicely put together that scene. It's just like yeah, the, the, the very very slow turn around as well. Nice. Is, yeah quality
4: again i really wish i was younger and more innocent and naive when i watched this because you know the bit where the lad falls down the stairs
2: yeah and it just looks like he's
4: tap dancing as he's going down and it's like that must have looked really cool at the time i'm sure as a kid because as a kid i thought play days was
2: revolutionary so it's like i wish i'd watched fucking psycho when he comes out to stab him from the very, very high shot, I mean, I'm pretty sure that didn't exist before. I mean, that's shitloads now. But that's like, good actually. So that would have, mm. I bet that absolute people lost their shit when they saw that's that. That's like the
0: Exorcist three corridor scene, isn't it? Yeah, the way yeah. the way that that comes out. Yeah,
2: yeah, for out of nowhere, absolutely, just takes you by surprise. But now, yeah. of course, you're waiting for it when the credits
1: roll. You know? mm. Was it the first flush in toilet as well, wasn't it?
4: Yeah,
5: mm, that's strange. probably
1: why he draws attention to it. In yeah, the, in yeah. The trailer. Again, that
4: was, that was really heavily hammered into me in sixth form by my film studies teacher, just the toilet thing and the fact that she dies.
0: Well, then, then like, every time you watch it and there's the toilet flush, you just go, oh, toilet flush, it was a really big deal, it was a really big deal. Yeah. It just <laughs> it kind of ruins the... Well, maybe it doesn't. Maybe, maybe you'd need it drummed into you that it was a big deal to get the effect of how audiences at the time saw it. Yeah. Otherwise, Do you, you it- would just be like so let's move on um boston strangler 1968 yeah still working our way through the kind of earliest ones i can't get my head around the boston strangler i don't know if it's really cleverly done and stylistically brilliant or
2: a total mess is it the same people who did 10 millington place yes it is richard fleischer did both yeah 10 millington place is terrifying and and you know but like i say it's not really horror it's more sort of you know just people talking in little and strange accents very creepily. I think Minutes in Place is a better film. Um yes. Because A Boston is terrifying but it's also, yeah, weird and messy and sort of uh, convoluted, right? And I'm not sure, is it—is it, oh, I'm terrible at names. Is it Tony Curtis? Richard Curtis? Mm-hmm. What, it's Richard oh, okay. Curtis, it's, Richard it's, Curtis, Richard, Curtis right? it's not Richard <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Is he still stabbing? I hadn't noticed. Um... <laughs> strangling is he still strangling Not <laughs>
5: he's the boston strangler four, four strangles and a funeral <laughs> yeah,
2: that's, four strangles and a stabbing
0: yeah. <laughs> i really want to watch it over and over again until i can figure out if it's brilliant or not
2: i think it is good i do i do like it i think it's good i just don't think it's as good as 10 millington plays we could have put 10 minutes in place on this really couldn't we i know yeah. i only thought about it today I, I would i think i would have chosen 10 minutes in place over oh, deranged I thought
0: about it it's just it's not very like a lot of these it's not really horror it's more of a drama about yeah. horrible thing um and it, it's the, i know the line is fine and i definitely prefer the ones that are more horror i mean the honeymoon killers is another one that's, that's
2: more of a drama yeah
0: really...
5: I, I bloody love the honeymoon killers it was <laughs> yeah, great
2: some of the worst acting I've ever seen. It was awesome. Yeah,
5: but somebody described it as like a John Waters movie. Yes, that was right it. Yes, totally. And that is exactly yeah. what it I is. I thought it it's... was.
4: As soon as the mum came out, I was like, is this why Emily yeah. likes it so much? And then looked it up and I was like,
2: it's nothing to do with him. And it's strange yeah. because it's so funny and frothy and weird. And then when they get to the murders, they're brutal. Like They proper. are really
5: fucking brutal. Really? It's like Surely they're not, they're not going to actually imply very, very strongly the, the murder of the child. Oh, they are. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. No, no,
4: yeah. And you're gonna hear it, and ooh, yeah, good.
5: yeah. But yeah, I really liked it, and it's yeah. The the acting is terrible. It's like some really really messed up soap opera. But I could watch that that woman that plays the nurse like all day. Oh she's, yeah, she's amazing.
0: Oh, yeah. It's really stylish, so good.
5: Yeah, and there's all those massive hair and enormous bits of eyeliner as well.
2: And it's a beautiful ago. looking film as well. Shadows. All their victims are so
0: stupid. And they
5: are, and it's mm. it's really sad as well because they're clearly they, they view him as like their their one chance of happiness.
0: Mm. Yeah, I and mean, this is what I mean when I say some of these true stories they don't make the best mm. films because it just doesn't make much logical sense. You just can't. It's hard to believe that anyone yeah. could find so many
2: people so credulous. Mm. And it's true, isn't it? When you because some of them, some of these, some of these serial killers. <laughs> Some of the stuff that they've done is so bizarre and so completely af- miles away from what you could show on a film. They actually have to dial a lot of this stuff back, like mm. especially in like the Bundy ones and the Ed Gain ones. They have to like, yeah, they have to bring it back into the realms of credibility um, yeah. because they were just so freakishly insane. You
0: know. uh, Luke, you watched The Town That Dreaded Sundown from 1976?
1: Yeah, <laughs> not a fan. It's, no, it's a comedy more than anything.
0: Well, that's the problem, isn't it? Those silly slapstick police.
1: The um, the trumpet kill is still that's horrible. It's that's still great. a great part. Yeah. Um, but the sequel, well, sequel remake whatever, mm. g- got everything a lot better. It was yes, it was from some really of the good. people that did American Horror Story, but it it got the tone down right and was actually a pretty fun horror.
0: Uh, of course, not all serial killers, all serial killer movies are American. Just most of them um 1990s hong kong came out with a couple of good examples uh not exactly the height of good taste um emily you watched dr lamb yes I did. And, and diary of a serial killer yeah well
5: <laughs> well indeed um <laughs> diary of a serial killer is yeah I I, I I watched that one last night that led for some you know some interesting uh nightmares that one's very strange because it's 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 based on a real real guy as the, all these are yeah. and did some absolutely horrific stuff. But a lot of it is played like comedy and some of it's played like soap opera. It's very and strange. Some of
0: it's played as erotica. Yeah. So it's all these sort of muff shots as he's about to slam a steam iron down. There's a or...
5: there's a lot of muffs in that, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Muff fans, check it out. Um, <laughs> if you don't like muff,
0: don't check it out there's a bit where he's got a severed breast sitting on his window sill where he accidentally knocks it into his mum's soup that's cooking oh rice. that's right yeah <laughs> and he has to
5: go through he goes through the soup with his hands to yeah. to fish it out and he's got yeah it's it's grim and it's weird yeah. but it's, I suppose it's not un- entertaining in a kind of a perverse way though this is one of those films where I watched it and went god I wish I was drunk because I'd be a lot more fun if I was it's got uh, a great
0: dream sequence and that bit with the the way oh, it's just so grim—the bit with the dynamite and the candles. Oh, and, oh God! Oh, man, yeah. it's so horrible, so tasteless. The dynamite and the what? He, he kidnaps this girl who's who's about to turn twenty-one. So he stuffs a load of candles in in between her fingers and then puts a stick of dynamite up her chaff. Oh. To, and, up her yeah, chuff Up
3: her chaff. <laughs> up
0: her chuff. Talking of which, in Doctor Lamb, um just <laughs> made love so much. Doctor Lamb's a lot more serious. Yeah. Yeah. The, the police are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well quite a bit still oh yeah that's right they found a load of sort of snuff photos and that's how they know there's been some crimes and they're describing what's in these photos and they're saying the vaginal orifices have been bunged up with broomsticks and the like ah. but not the backsides just made me think oh i'm feeling a bit bunged up <laughs>
5: also um it, it may be in the translation but the subtitles i swear that i've never seen the words vaginal orifices repeated so much in such a short space of time <laughs> sorry they were in the vag- vaginal orifices police woman comes in where were they in the vaginal orifices oh okay were they in the vaginal orifices yes they were they were up <laughs> her chaff <laughs>
0: they were right up her chaff yeah and there's a bit at the end where um they've caught him and they have found his uh video of him raping a corpse and uh the camera goes into the police station where they're watching this and they're just all being comically sick all over the place like, Bleh! Bleh! <laughs> <laughs> and then there's, there's
5: the comedy fat bloke as well isn't there with the hawaiian Oh, what's he,
0: what do they call him um it's not fat oh, i elvis. can't remember something like fat bing fat bing yeah fat bing <laughs> not fat elvis he's, standard.
5: he's clearly a, a good policeman but every every now and then they're just like hey what are you up to fat man and he's like i'm hungry it's it's, um it's delicate characterization
0: that's the the thing with these hong kong films is they're so flippant it just makes it look like no one cares about all the rape and murder that's going on
5: there's a scene is it i think it's in dr lam where he picks up a woman who's he's a taxi driver isn't he And he picks up a woman who's very very drunk and she's spewing up in the taxi. And yeah. it goes on for ages. It's like Mr. Creosote. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: weird.
0: She's going to be having to pay a £50 pound soilage fee for sure. <laughs> yeah. Of course, Italy is not averse to being a bit tasteless at these things either. <laughs> um, the Killer is Still Among Us. Oh my which gosh. is one of the two films made while The Monster of Florence was still active. Really? Yeah, that's out of order, isn't it? Yeah.
2: We've made this film in the hope that people will catch him, or whatever they put yeah. at the end. Yeah. I didn't, so I, I didn't realise that. No. Yeah. I thought that
4: was a warning against people having sex. Because it was like this is a warning to young people.
0: Well, is that well? Yeah.
4: Stop doing
5: it.
0: Because of course the killer is killing people who are like having sex in cars. Cars So this student decides to investigate by joining a dogging club (laughs) (laughs) and going to a a voyeur's bar, bar. where they meet up and discuss ideas.
4: letting the student have so much access to all this so they really like at the end of the investigation they're like might as well give it to yeah. sharon from the uni she's gonna have a seance so she's she's got it don't worry oh the seance bit, the seance oh, bit is so wicked. mad i had to go on so i had to go on wikipedia after this but not to research the killer just to, to re- calm down lot, just to figure <laughs> out what the fuck happened because it was like what but who no what Is this
0: demons? Is demons happening now? At the (laughs) end? What's going on? Someone does say at one point, have you ever considered that the killer could be a woman? Perhaps a witch? (laughs) Yeah, I love that bit. (laughs) (laughs) Mm,
2: yes. Yes, maybe.
0: And what about that fucking first date they have, where she invites him into her flat and he goes, as long as I don't have to pay? (laughs) Fucking (laughs) (laughs) hell. Anyway, yeah, that statement at the end where they say, oh, we just made this film, in the hope that it'll help the police with their investigation. (laughs) I mean, it's... It's a bit like uh... jizzing in someone's coffee to see if it will help them decide what their favourite sort of milk is. (laughs) Yes. So you sort of see what they're getting at. It's completely unhelpful and really it's obvious they just wanted to have a wank.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) But the Monster of Florence didn't kill again after those two films were released. Oh, so it
3: helped. It did help.
0: It It was so bad.
5: (laughs) Yeah. So if they're not going to make a good movie about this, then forget yeah. it. They're not getting my artistic vision right. So I'm just gonna. I've, I've gone right off this Drop killing off. thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I
2: will take my murders elsewhere. Thank you, sir.
4: <laughs> I said good day,
2: thank, sir. Thank I you. I say, yes, I say good day. <laughs> I should take my murders elsewhere. I thought Florence was a city where a man could do some merging. Obviously, I was wrong, sir.
0: <laughs> um. There's one uh, other. Italian one that I've come across, Evelenko, which is set in Ukraine um, and is based on a kind of an amalgam of two existing real life killers. Um, Malcolm McLaren stars as Evelenko, this fictional amalgam. It's Malcolm
5: McDowell,
3: not Malcolm McLaren. Uh, Yes, I always, always. That would have been a very different (laughs) film.
2: Directed by Richard Curtis, that would (laughs) have (laughs) been. Oh, I'd watch
5: that. Oh, Richard Curtis hasn't done a punk movie yet, has he? Carry on Gobbing or Four Gobbings and a Headbutt.
0: Anyway, it's a good one, isn't it?
5: That's all right, yeah. It's it's overlong nice. and um it's very much like a lot of the sort of really serious crime dramas you get at nine o'clock on BBC four on a Saturday.
0: Except because it's Italian and even though it's like two thousand and four They were still dubbing the children with squeaky adult voices.
5: (laughs) Yes, I noticed that, and that's very, 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 very odd. It does have quite an air of sort of weirdery to it. Um, Yeah, the the score's really good, and um,
0: Angelo Badalamenti on the score.
5: Yeah, and um, Malcolm. I nearly said Malcolm McLaren. Then Malcolm McDowell is very, very good. He's he's proper creepy. Because with him, you either get kind of like low key good and. And a bit kind of eerie, or he proper chooses the scenery. And there's only a couple of yeah. scenes in this where he does that. Well, there's one where someone at w- his work discovers that he's got a shirt with blood all over it, and he goes, "We were killing a pig,"
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> and they go, "Oh, all right then."
0: I like the bit where he cops off with that sexy young Eastern European woman at the fun fair
5: yeah and
0: like they, they go off for a shag behind the barn or whatever and then the, the fucking voice they've chosen for the dubbing when she opens her mouth and starts to speak is like fucking hilda from your local chippy she goes
3: i really like you
0: ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, italian sex film <laughs>
4: I feel like we've watched too many Italian sex films. <laughs> so yeah, many Italian excited.
0: sex films. Well, I'm just going through this long list of uh, films that we can be talking about. And next on the list, Other Side of the World, Australia, Wolf Creek. Wait. A proper one, a proper film. Oh, proper horrible. film. It's horrible. awful, in a good way. Horrible film. Yes.
5: It's a proper film, but I must confess, I didn't rewatch it for this, because this is the only film I think I've watched ever that really properly fucks me fucked me up. Do you know what? Me too, I've fucked it up I'm never going to watch I've... it again yeah yeah exactly Ooh. i watched it about uh 10 years ago with my flatmate at the time and by the end i was sitting there sobbing going Ugh. my oh, friend was like yeah. i could switch this it's, it's i could switch this poem. off yeah and she was like no i want to watch the end of it but um but yeah i mean well, it's... now i'm gonna
0: tell you why it is in fact a hilarious comedy <laughs> <laughs> not really well i
5: believe the second one's played as a as a comedy yeah, it is, yeah. isn't it yeah. Yeah. Started,
1: yeah it's a but tv show I, now as well isn't it uh that was boring was yeah, it? there's two seasons of that Oh, it's mm, not enough
0: in no? it. It's more about just some moody woman walking around the outback trying not to be caught by him oh, which, no yeah. she seems to be about eight hundred miles from him at most times, so there's not much tension.
1: I prefer the sequel um oh, this okay. is one that I wouldn't watch again because i always i find the whole what is the knife when they said the knife? What does he call it again? balloon on a stick yeah that, uh, yeah, yeah, it, that. It's, it's still, yeah that it's still yeah, that gets that yeah, yeah, gets me yeah. on i've I have watched it three times, but that's the bit that always gets me it's just it's just pretty horrific it's the same as because another another australian i sort of compare it with the um the loved ones that the drill scene mm. in that when you hear the drilling of the bone in the brain and then the when you hear the sound of the knife in this it's just both those films have got me with that type of sound and i don't normally get sort of too bothered by stuff but it's that that's always mm. really got under my skin
4: that's that's the uh the point in the film where you know all hope is basically lost, mm. like because she was kind of quite competent ish, um and then it was just like it don't matter you're in the yeah. middle of nowhere you you're, mm. you're fucked.
0: I'm fascinated by how um the first forty minutes of it where nothing much happens are so so like enjoyable to watch. How how do they manage to pull that off? So many films fail that. Not much happens in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the first forty minutes, but enough to say you know there's something scary going on wolf creek doesn't even have that and yet it's still really good to watch and then yeah what happens is kind of over the top but it's also believable and i, I think very exciting and i do i think
5: it's I, because I it's believable it. that it freaked me mm. out it you know if it was just like pink goo 80s splatter movie that would mm. be fine
2: and that those people were in that situation you know that it's like mm. people did go yeah, through yeah. that they did well maybe not exactly that but people went through something very similar to that yeah. Mm. yeah
0: yes uh, i love australia but i would not particularly want to hang out in the outback
2: yeah
4: <laughs> no it's as soon as the car journey starts when they're being towed it's just like you get such a uh... Yeah, something's got to co- and like that look—it's almost comedy when he gives the the Australian guy that look of just like mm. I hate you. But yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I don't really like like the sort of splash of torture porn films that sort of came out in that period. But Wolf Creek is, is clever and
0: grim and well horrible done, and yeah. very enjoyable. Yep another Australian one is Snowtown Lake.
1: It's quite a shocking film. It's it's pretty grim. The whole yeah, bathtub yeah. scene. The torture scenes are horrible. Yeah the way they are just killing people that they don't know if they're actually pedophiles or like just because they've they've heard some stuff that's the reason they're saying right tell people you've left town then we're just going to murder you it's it's a pretty horrific film but i remember when i saw it in the cinema it's, it was a time where everyone just was completely silent because they were sort of quite shocked by everything was going on screen i think it's quite effective in that way mm-hmm. that you you just feel quite disgusted by everything that's happening knowing that these things did really happen i think that's what makes it Quite horrible
2: well those Snowtown murders like they're, they're it's another sort of example of like a, a sort of real life being worse than anything you can put in a film because they did like abs- things that are so beyond the pale and Snowtown the film itself is almost unwatchable in its sort of brutality isn't it but it's still like nowhere close to what they actually did
0: I think the problem I had with it is that because it takes place over like seven years it's really uh, episodic there's no real kind of dramatic arc or anything it's just a series of things that happened
2: yeah,
0: I'd rather see a sort of fictionalised version where it's a bit more to get your teeth into Yeah, yeah, make it as grim as you like I don't mind that but, but just make it a bit more exciting <laughs> <Yeah>. to watch <laughs>
3: like, Quick and grim
2: check in a gag check in a dance scene
0: <laughs> <laughs> Draw a cook and bulls on
2: someone's back <laughs> right. Yay! We've only got four barrels but we need six We need six
5: <laughs> A lot
2: of these films
5: could have done with a song and dance bit actually Absolutely. Oh, funnily
0: enough, there's a version of the uh, Honeymoon Killers story, um, Alleluia, directed by Fabrice Duvels, which does suddenly, as she's chopping up a body, start singing a song. Ah, yeah. Totally unexpected musical number in the middle of it. It's really Beautiful. good. Beautiful. We'll save that for when we do art horror. I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <my gosh. laughs> uh, so, uh, Phil, you watched the Black Panther, which is a British one. There's not, not many British ones. There's one that's sort of vaguely based on Dennis Nielsen. Oh, um, really? God, I bet that's called bleak. Tony, but that's very, very sort of tenuous. Um, but the Black Panther is based on someone of a similar name, Donald Nelson.
2: Um, I liked it. I thought it was very good. Again, it's very, very slow and it's very sort of procedural and the rest of it. The thing that, um, that really struck me is he is the shittest murderer. <laughs> like he's only all that man is trying to do is rob post offices and he just can't do it
5: (laughs) (laughs) yeah because the stakes are really really low and he's meticulously planned everything he's like an ex-military guy so you see him drawing maps and and this happens here every time he fucks it up and he ends up killing someone I mean, what's the the time where he he, he
2: goes for ages trying to like sellotape is it a bottle of acid or something to his to his arm what is it he's got a sellotape to his arm Whatever it is, they open the door too quickly and he sprays it in his own face. It's like Inspector <laughs> Uso is trying to kill people.
3: And it's really
2: sad, because obviously I did Wikipedia it and it's very close to the truth. It's very, very close yeah. to what happened. And what happens to the poor girl he, uh, he kidnaps is terrible. But also, is all, is all because of like incredible ineptitude. On it. Is that he's, like, he's 50% evil and 50% just, com- just a complete fuckwit. You know, I mean yeah. it's
0: it's it's a British serial killer. He's gonna be a bit of a bumbling twat, <laughs> isn't he? It's like... Yeah, it's
5: got the very kind of grim seventiesness of it where everything's a little bit shit anyway.
2: Yeah. yeah Like he's trying to give them instructions about where to leave the money when he's kidnapped the woman, but people keep on using the phone box. So he's in his, <laughs> he's yeah. in his car going oh god, oh again someone using the phone box. I'm trying to do a kidnapping here. There's
5: two girls who've gone into the different phone boxes and then one of them keeps going out to talk to a friend and then going back
2: in again to the original yeah, phone right. box. And he's just like... Oh, God. But it's like that. It's very sort of... It's like, oh, bloody hell, rather than sort of... Going uh, I love
0: play. the way that he... Um, I mean, he did. He did it in real life. The way that he, he storms into people's houses and... Um, Puts on a, like, a
2: foreigner's accent. Turn on light.
0: Turn on light.
2: <laughs> when he's in the well, when he's in the, the chutes where he's keeping the girl, he keeps on coming out of it and then going back in then coming out of it and going mm. back in. He can't mm. remember. Um Oh, man. But it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just very so, sad so pathetic.
5: Thing. He's like, look, yeah. you won't be harmed. And then he's like, eat food, drink soup. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> she knows what you sound like now, mate. There's no need. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, moving back to America for some big name serial killers. Does anyone watch um, BTK or the Clovitch killer? BTK being quite an accurate account of Dennis Rader and Clovitch killer being a very fictionalized one.
4: I watched the fictionalized mm. one of Klobuchar killer. Mm. Loved good. it. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, I think I loved it so much because it was uh, so much more fictionalized and and theatrical and yeah
0: plot. It's got, ex- <laughs> it's got excitement and suspense that yes. a lot of these forget to do. Certainly, BTK, the uh, two thousand and eight film, it just forgets that it's meant to be a horror film. It's just mm. an account of his so. Even though the the violence is really brutal, it doesn't set anything up to well, be. I mean, the know... way
4: the way BTK got caught isn't exactly Hollywood. He was just fucking stupid because mm. he was a, a loser idiot like a lot of these people. He basically well, you set a floppy disk. And he's like, oh, you can't track this back to me, can you? And they're like, no, no. And they're yeah. like, oh, yes, we can. Yeah. And then it turns out he'd basically done computer shit on it on his church's computer where he was like a pastor, like that American religious thing they do. He'd left the metadata on it, hadn't he? In yeah, some yeah. Way,
3: shape
2: or some, yeah.
4: But the, th- the fact that he fucking asked, he's like, can you track me? And they're like, well, yeah, but we're not going <laughs> to tell him that. But then in Klovich, it's like, the sun, the two... Which I enjoyed. Um, I, I really enjoyed this film. And then halfway through, I was like, oh, this is a film where the protagonists are two teenagers and I don't hate it.
3: <laughs>
4: um, like they were really, really well done. I mean, it was a little schmaltzy. There are moments where it was like, oh, really? Oh, did your Oh, was your mum killed by the clover? OK, sure. Um, so it was quite Hollywood. But I really liked it. I liked just how skeevy Dylan McDermott was. And I really liked Dylan McDermott. He's a good actor. I think, and you think he played this part well. Mm. Um, Although I was disappointed because I thought it was John Hamm for about three minutes, and I was like, oh, it's not John Hamm, it's other John Hamm.
1: It's one that even though you sort of know some of the stuff about it, it's it kept me guessing the whole time. Mm. You sort of want to see it all unfold, and it's done in a very interesting way.
4: Yeah, it didn't feel tenuous, that which I was surprised about. I think they did a very good job.
0: Uh, Ted Bundy, 2002. I I think this is really good. I love this. Carry on, Ted yeah. Bundy. <laughs> I
2: think I, 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 this is one of my. This is probably my favourite of the ones that the new. Ones I was watch. very
0: surprised because because um, the same company made Ed Gein in two thousand, which we'll talk about in a moment. Oh God. Um, and that is bad. So I was expecting just as bad a thing from Ted Bundy. It starts in nineteen seventy four, and when there's a nightclub scene, and it's blatantly not <laughs> yeah, anything to do with nineteen seventy four. Playing like very
2: modern music. Yeah. Yeah, acid <laughs> techno.
0: All these lovely neon lights and everything exposed brickwork, and it's like
2: yeah just because he's wearing a brown suit you can't <laughs> convince <his laughs> this is the 70s so I it didn't get off to a strong start but it's really good the guy who plays Ted Bundy is brilliant because he's um, he is yeah Ted Bundy is different to other serial killers isn't it And that he's one of the only ones who's really sort of lauded in some way like people think Ted mm. not, I don't want to say people think Ted Bundy's cool but like People talk about Ted Bundy like he wasn't an absolute piece of shit. Yeah,
5: they're like, oh, he he looked preppy and he killed a lot of yeah, women. Do How he I mean? did yeah,
2: that? but Ted Bundy was <laughs> one of the worst human man. beings that we've ever created really on this was, planet, yeah. and also a complete loser. And I think that this like film, although it's like played for laughs a lot of the time, which is a little bit like, ah, eh, people did actually die, so maybe don't play it for laughs, especially mm-hmm. that sort of like Indiana Jones across the country with blood spots that they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Not sure <laughs> people actually died, but um. But he does really nail the fact that like you couldn't watch this film and think that Ted Bundy was cool. He just looks like a complete loser, and I really like that. Mm. I really love the... um, This is terrible. I really like the execution scene at the end. Where um, oh that yeah. was very, very They well put done. cotton balls up his bum and then the executioner is a woman with the long black hair, which is the sort of what the fuck
0: was that about? When she takes her hood off, it's yeah.
2: like she's in a shampoo ad. Oh, I loved that. What the fuck? That was
0: perfect.
5: <laughs> it's like it's it, well, isn't it meant to be like retribution for all the women that he picked
0: up? Yeah, and yeah I know, killed? but it's the way but she it's, does it, it's like ridiculous. Oh, but yeah. Mrs. Executioner, you're beautiful.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>? <laughs> oh, there is a certain element of like, I'm
0: I'm going to kill this guy, but I'm going to work it. <laughs> Luke, why do you call it um, Carry On Ted Bundy?
1: Because <laughs> none of the music makes sense They just play comedic music throughout right. When the police stop him, they start playing the cop's like theme song pretty much He <laughs> drives around Mr Bean's car yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he genuinely did, though so.
2: <laughs> I really liked when the um, when he picked up The Hitchhiker Who Got Away Because... Um, A lot of the time in these sorts of serial killer films, I worry about who I'm siding with, if you see what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like, I worry that I'm being complicit. And like the thing that they're doing in funny games when they're like, who are you siding with here in this film? And I liked it because when the woman gets in his beetle on the side and she she fights back and she bites him and she gets out the car and she runs away. Out in that scene, you're like, yeah, fucking kill him, (laughs) fucking kill him so mm. like I, I, it felt good that actually I don't think that even though it was schlocky I don't think you side with Ted in it I don't think you do I think you mm. think no not
5: at any point you're just like yeah fuck him he's an arsehole yeah, yeah yeah so I
2: think that's that's something to recommend it whereas Henry Portrait of a serial killer you're like yeah we could go for a beer maybe he's got a good jokes <laughs> <laughs> he'd buy me some, he'd buy me some chips
0: <laughs> yeah well I mean what I like about this Ted Bundy film is that it's a proper horror yeah. film yeah yeah It's got Mm -hmm. gore, it's got sex, it's got horrible corpses, it's got effects by Tom Savini and K&B. It's um, it's a proper fucking horror film. And yes, it's tasteless, but... Bucket. Why didn't I watch <laughs> this one then? Why did
4: I try and watch 10 minutes of Ed Gein instead of 10 minutes of this?
3: Mm.
0: Well, Ed Gein's an interesting one because obviously it ties in with our second feature. So uh, Ed Gein from 2000 is more accurate than Deranged, I suppose, but mm. it's it's not much in it. And then this is just a quite a dull version. I, I gave up after 10
4: minutes just because it seemed very made for TV. It like, this... it,
0: yeah. but it's obviously done on the cheap and um having mm. I mean, actually the ghost of his mum standing next to him saying you've got to kill these women it's a bit much isn't it
5: he, she phones him at one point as well doesn't
3: she, does she?
0: yeah, yeah. You, you,
5: you better be doing those murders boy <laughs>
0: <laughs> stop shirking on your murders yeah um So, uh, talking of Ed Gein, our second feature calls its lead character Ezra Cobb, and is set in Texas rather than Wisconsin. But it's the Ed Gein story, as directed by Alan Ormsby and Jeff Gillen. It's 1974's Deranged.
1: This is where the worst begins. This is where we must stop. For beyond is the work of madness. Death! The nightmare (laughs) of insane murder
3: and lingering
1: death. For Christine, it was already too late for dolly the worst was yet to come and only mrs cobb knew what he would do next sometimes you don't want to believe what you see but sometimes it's true the story of a trail of butchery so brutal that newspapers refuse to print its horrifying details when the horror becomes unbearable it is too late to scream
3: I don't know how that
0: trailer manages to say Dolly instead of Sally, but anyway. Badly affected by the death of his elderly mother, an eccentric retired farmer starts digging up corpses to share his home with before eventually turning to moider. Uh,
2: Phil, you chose this. I did, yes. Um... Uh, yeah, it's good. It's really good. It's interesting because it's it's sort of as shit as it is good, but I think it's more good. Um, <laughs> it's got, I mean, it's an incredible central performance from the creepy guy mm-hmm. from Home Alone, and I just I just really like the way he took the stuff from he took what he could from Ed Gain and just really put it into Home Alone. And I think he pretty much played that role for the rest of his life. He plays sort of scary mm-hmm. old man who lives down the street, and he's like perfect for it, right? Because he looks like he looks like every scary old man from your nightmares. Um, but
4: like, this what is, kind of nightmares are you having, man?
2: I have nightmares about scary old men <laughs> in <live down. laughs> When I was a kid, there used to be a little uh, uh, that we used, lived down a lane um, in the middle of the countryside, and there was an old man who lived in the house next to us called Mister Flowers, right? And Mister Flowers was about 116 years old, and he had because <laughs> of the the life experience because his life expectancy was about 120, and a cat's life expectancy is what five. <laughs> he'd had like hundreds of cats, and he'd buried them all in his yard, right? So every night he used to come out at dusk and say good night to all of the dead cats. <laughs> and my dad. My dad uh, um, uh, uh, taped it. He taped it, and he brought it in. And he goes, "Listen to this, man!" And it's this really—I've got it in the other room. It's this really creepy tape oh, wow. of an old man going, "Hello, my lovelies. Hello, my darlings. I still be with. I be with you under the ground soon. We'll be together, all of you, my lovelies. And then Aww, he died, that's... Mr. Flowers, right? And um, I was a teenager then, and so I used to get dropped off. He'd go out for a night out or something. I'd get dropped off at the start, at the top of the lane where it's pitch black, and you've got to walk past Mr. Flowers' house, which is then derelict, right, to get to my house. And I thought, if I hear that fucker going, <laughs> all right, mate, <laughs> is, I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> and he's that. He's that guy. He's that, the really creepy guy. And I just think he really nails it. And it's a difficult thing, Ed Gain, because... I mean, I mean, all these serial killers are mentally ill, but Ed Gain is so you do feel a little bit for Ed Gain because he is a murderer, but he's also extremely mentally ill. And I think he sort Mm. of does sort of that does sort of come across in this film, right? He's not Not very
0: much. He's not right, is he? It's a bit touched, a little bit touched. Um, It does try with those dates with that that woman. uh, What's her name? Maureen. Fat lady. Yeah, Mar- that which is hilarious. That 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 scene is so funny.
4: But when he's getting self he's like, "I can trust her. She's fat." Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that bit.
2: We would trust a fat woman. <laughs> I reckon I could just I could love a fat woman if she was dead. Oh, I mean, that was my Tinder bio for
0: a very long time. Where they have dinner and then she like throws herself at him. It's very funny. She
4: yeah. Really when she tried, she channels her husband? Did I make that right. up? And she's like, "You gotta fuck
0: me." Yeah.
2: I think it's fine that you have sex. He seems like a good
4: man. Is
5: this a
0: comedy?
3: <laughs> like.
0: I mean, I love all that stuff. Um, I think the second half is less fun. Mm. Yeah. More grim and mm. and and. and tragically you see less and less of ezra
3: Hmm.
0: you you see more of the kind of his neighbors and that and um, that's annoying if if it was him killing these people and that's all you saw great but you see less of him see more of the neighbors and it's a bit dull but then on the other hand last time i watched it i wrote that i thought the first half was really corny and shit and the second half where it is really tense and and scary so Depends what mood you're in, I suppose. Yeah, I guess
2: so, yeah.
4: I enjoyed how, like, throughout most of the, well, pretty much all of the film, he's like, I, I did it, I killed them, and, like, no one listens to him. Like, does he yeah. Emi- yeah. he admits it, like, at least several times.
5: I think I read that Um, that that's actually what Ed Gein did. He'd be like, yeah, I did yeah. that. And they'd be like, hell, oh, yeah, right, Ed. Yeah, fine. Yeah,
2: they just thought he was a crazy loner, just like how mm. he'd say stuff. You know, I yeah. know where she is
0: i got a hanging in my shed.
2: Yeah. Mm. Uh, you tell the funniest jokes,
0: uh, ed. <laughs> He was
4: basically an edgelord, wasn't he? Yeah, but, you know, with killing. Mm. It's got the first three letters, right?
0: Yes.
2: It's, um of all of them, it's, I mean, I know that the text was Chainsaw Massacre is based on ed Gain, right? But like... Well, th- Leatherface and the so, well, more the decker of the house, really. Mm. I mean, it's, this is, I'm thinking this is, after Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? No, oh, it was before. It was about eight <gasps> months before. Well, in that case, they've taken a well. I want to say they've taken a load from this film in texture, but what they've actually done is Ed Gaines' house did look yeah. like that, right? Yeah. So yeah, they've, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. they've just they've just they've just. What do you that. think of the
1: What do you think of the reporter guy who keeps popping up? <laughs> uh, fuck! I fucking hate Tom Sims. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Tom Sims, and I'm gonna talk like this for the whole movie. This is where the murders happen. I, 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 I quite, I I, I I like
5: that aspect of it. I really yeah, like this did. film. Actually, thought it was cracking, and there are all these kind of like weird moments of humour, like the reporter, guy the way, that he crops up a couple of times, and the the old alcoholic man in the bar as well, when they're mm. eyeing up the barmaid, and he goes. <laughs> The old man goes. She got breasts, two of them. <laughs> <laughs> and Ezra's like, "Oh my God! Oh, it's so sinful." Blah blah blah. But it's quite <laughs> interesting the way that um, they they had the um, the mother son relationship in this. In that the the, the mum's a religious nutcase and she can't stand other women. She thinks they're loose or sinful or whatever. But mm. instead of having sort of scenes where she's berating him, what what you see are like. Li- the little, like the couple of scenes where you see the two of them together, the scene where she's dying, in particular, you see this kind of weird, kind of codependent relationship. Yeah. And then it it becomes, yes, yeah, it's, it's fucked up and horrible, but it's also quite sad.
0: And then he cuts her head open and scoops her brains out. Well, yeah, yeah but which is know. really horrible. It's yeah, so it is, gross. it's that's gross. That's mm. a really good effects on that. Mm.
1: Um, but Luke, you don't like it, do you? Uh, no, I just found it very, very bland and it's quite laughable. A lot of the scenes that. When a film opens, when a mum is coughing up blood and the son still carries on trying to feed her soup, yeah, that's great. I was just, what is <laughs> this film now? So I just, yeah, it just made me laugh more than more than anything. I, I like that it, it did You're get the took the two murders right. Like that's what actually happened. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's, it's just, it's quite laughable with the acting. And like I said, I really hate the Tom Sims character as soon as he starts talking i I just thought a robot had been put into the film
0: (laughs) there's that really cool bit though where he pops up in the kitchen in front of ezra while he's eating and Mm -hmm. then Mm. tom Sims walks out into the corridor down the corridor into the next room and ezra's there whoa how do they do that i mean obviously walk around the side of the set and (laughs) but, but you don't don't expect it it's really cool Nice little transition.
5: The marketing for it, didn't they call it like Confessions of a Necrophile? Yes, which is actually slightly inaccurate because mm. he's not a corpse fucker. He's kind of like a corpse mm. fancier. He likes he likes <laughs> a good corpse, but he doesn't. Yeah, he said
0: um, Ed Gein said that
2: uh, of course I didn't have sex with them. They smell too bad. Ooh. Well, you know. Whereas Ted Bundy did used to have sex with corpses, but they never mm. they never talk about they never you, that. Never talk about that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Does
5: that happen
1: the... in the Zac Efron, the movie with Ted Bundy in? I've not no, seen they, that. They they didn't do the whole corpse stuff. They just tried to make it that he was a really attractive guy. Because that's the thing that I saw with the reviews of Ted Bundy. If you go through most of the reviews on IMDb, it's just people complaining, saying how Michael Burke, whatever his name is, isn't attractive. <gasps> and that Ted Bundy was an attractive oh, man. Oh, you kidding me. And that's, that's, why it, that's why they had to get Zach Efron to play him. Because, you know, Zach Efron's sub so attractive. Get him as a serial killer. Yeah, and watch but, him
2: have sex with a corpse, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, they do imply it in the Ted Bundy film because there's a scene where he's smoking a fag next to two uh, 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 victims. They show it. No, they, they show don't a fucking a corpse. They do
1: in the shed at one point. There's one on the floor yeah, in the
2: shed. Yeah, but no, no, yeah, but she. I mean, I don't know if you want to put this in your podcast, but she's hmm. um, she's like just been killed. But he like would go back out into the woods and have sex right. with corpses that have been out there for months.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but there is something
0: different, right? Isn't there? There is a difference. I mean, actually, there's one German one that came out this year, the Golden Glove, which uh, I wish we'd had time to talk about because I love that. It's one of my favourite films of the year, and uh, what that's got that none of these other films has got is uh, the guy Fritz Honker, which is a funny name, to start with <laughs> Fritz Honker, a fucking rancid bloke. Um, a brilliant performance by the guy who plays him who's only 22 but he looks 50 odd and he keeps his victims stored up in in a hole in his wall and every time he has to open the wall up he just pukes copiously because it's so rancid (laughs) so that's a nice touch I thought Um, yeah so Golden Glove is well worth watching Okay. anyway um, let us uh, dig up some old clips and see how they smell Or at least hear what they sound like. Uh, six pairs of horror movie clips to identify. One half of each pair is from a true or trueish crime film, and the teams are Phil and Bryony versus Emily and Luke. Wow, what a variety of sounds we have today! Right, you can stop with the frog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's your first pair of scary noises.
5: Number eight, October nineteenth, Bobby Eden. Two zero five Park Drive, Boston. Time of death approximately seven
3: thirty p.m. He had an emergency repair job a couple of blocks away. Four zero five Park Drive. He checked
0: out at seven p.m. That's eight out of eight. He was available for. we? is the dialogue Boston Strangler? It is.
2: Uh, I was going to say that.
0: Uh, did you get the music? Did anyone get the music? No.
4: Uh, I I feel like I'm going to be annoyed at myself when you announce it, so, uh, announce it.
0: I will announce it. (laughs) Yes. The music was... (laughs) Carnival of Souls. Okay, Um, I haven't seen that, so I'm not annoyed. Hooray! Number two.
1: Can't see anything. Just keep calm, babe. We have to get out of this car. I can't stay here much longer. Give me your shoes. Excuse me? I I, I need something with a point to break the windscreen. Give me your shoes. Are you crazy? These are $300 Gucci. Well, they're going to get wet anyway. Just give me your shoes. No! Hey, log, I'm you... not giving you my Gucci. <laughs> they're not Gucci. No. Uh, is the dialogue Bait? It
0: is, yeah. Well done. Bait 3D. The shark film. Not the bait I was talking about earlier. Ah. Uh, the music was Dr. Lamb.
5: Oh, okay, of course. Cool. Uh,
0: number three. This is Howard W. Turner, age
5: 29. Former CB who returned from overseas a few weeks ago. The young girl is Emily Cook.
0: She is 17. Yes, Emily. Uh,
5: the dialogue is the town that dreaded sundown. Yep. And the music? Uh I
1: don't know.
0: Can I like?
1: Uh Henry Portrait of Soroka?
0: No. Uh ah. so Phil, Phil and Briney, can you get the music on this?
5: This is Howard W. Turner, age 29. Former CB who returned from overseas a few weeks ago. The young girl is Emma Lou Cook, and she is seventeen. They have been seeing each other for about six weeks. Emma Lou had dropped out of school in order to
0: get a job and help out at home.
4: Oh, God, yeah. is it Five Dolls for an August Moon?
0: No, it's uh, the strange vice of Mrs. Ward. Yeah. Italian sex film
4: so i mean yeah whenever there's like music that slaps it's always an italian sex film so that's when i just sort of rattle <laughs> out uh
0: there's three nil to emily and luke so far It's number four <laughs> crushed
3: anybody doing stuff to fish the army was but that was several
5: years ago they, yes the, emily uh the music is m yep dialogue
1: I just heard about is anyone doing stuff to fish? Is, uh, is, <laughs> is, is
3: that what they said? Yeah. That is
1: what they said. That is what they said. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Piranha 2, The
3: Spawning? <laughs> it,
0: is, it is Piranha 2, The Spawning. You've got a bonus point for oh my God. both of those. Wow. Amazing. Number five. He's
3: very large and strong for his age, but that's scarcely disease. But you have only examined him physically. As a doctor of medicine, I know no other way. Even a psychiatrist would make little headway with a child of this age. I
5: know. What he suffers from maybe beyond words, anyway.
3: I'm sorry, I don't quite... Uh Is the music okay. from
5: Ted Bundy?
3: It is!
0: And dialogue? Uh,
1: I don't know. Lake. Luke, do you
0: know? <laughs> Mad random guess that turns out to be right.
1: It uh, sounds like Johnny Depp, but fucking
0: didn't
2: sound anything like Johnny Depp. <laughs> I don't know. Of it.
1: it sounded like when he's trying
2: it's to be t- Jack Sparrow. It's Donald, it's Donald Pleasance, right? Is it, it is Donald Pleasance, It's, Pleasant, it's a Halloween. Yeah. It's, it does not, it's not Halloween. So what, Halloween 2? No. Uh, no
0: Halloween. It is um, I don't want to be born, a.k.a. the devil within her, a.k.a. the monster, a.k.a. Sharon's baby, a.k.a. it's growing inside her.
3: <laughs> <laughs> is that
1: a Fall Out Boy song?
3: <laughs> uh, right,
0: last. Uh, I won't give you the scores, so it seems a bit unreal. <laughs> like, uh, well, I can last, take it. Yes, Brian A.
4: Honeymoon Killers is a dialogue.
0: Well done. Yeah? Music? I don't know, I was just happy to get one. The music went. Uh... No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Emily and Luke, can you get the music?
3: You want a sleeping pill?
4: I got some. Get any other kind? Mm. Never mind. You're mm,
2: mm, mm, too square. <sighs> style, don't you? That's school they thought of. Sciolot are unstable. Is that your
3: problem? No. i was been
0: thinking about you
5: forever. <laughs> no? No, it's something retro and synthy, but
0: I've no idea what it's from. The guest? the guest no no it's uh, revenge revenge uh so that is a massive trouncing of 7-1 to emily <laughs> and luke well done <laughs> <laughs> and in case that was all far too harrowing for you especially you from Briny. uh <laughs> next month's theme takes us back to the realm of fantasy especially if your fantasies involve lesbian vampires uh, Brian E's chosen Daughters of Darkness as one of our features and as winners of Scary Noises, Emily and Luke you can choose the other feature
1: Luke, do you have a precious? <laughs> I don't want to pick it but I feel like we need to, to You speak bastards, about it. please don't Lesbian vampire killers? You, <laughs> you I'm sorry fucker. I've never put myself through that film and I finally have to yeah, All
5: right, one. well, if it's dreadful and if I end up clawing my eyes out, it's your fault.
0: So having said <laughs> that um, true crime might have been too harrowing for some people, James Cauldon next yeah. month. Yeah. Oh well, um, uh, but until next month, that's us done. In the meantime, you can join me on Facebook Live every Sunday evening at 5.30pm UK time for the Devil Times 5 Horror Quizcast, at least while we're still in lockdown. Uh, we're Devil X 5 on Facebook, at DevilX5 on Twitter, and DX5 on Letterboxd. So come find us, say nice things, and please spread the word. We'll see you next month with lots of girl on girl blood sucking and James Corden. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs>